0: My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Back in 1986, a man by the name of Dan Harrison was on a holiday in Kenya after graduating from Northwestern University. And as he went hiking one day through the bush, he came across this young bull elephant standing with one leg raised in the air. And the elephant seemed distressed. So Dan approached it very carefully. And he got down on one knee and he inspected the elephant's foot and found this large piece of wood deeply embedded in it. So carefully and as gently as he could, Dan worked the wood out with his hunting knife. After which, the elephant gingerly put his foot down and the elephant turned to face the man with this rather curious look on his face and stared at him for several tense moments. And Dan Said so they're frozen, thinking nothing else of, other than being trampled. Eventually, the elephant trumpeted loudly, turned, and walked away. And Dan never forgot the elephant or the events of that day. 20 years later, Dan was walking through the Chicago Zoo with his teenage son, and they approached this special exhibit that was featuring elephants from Africa. And as they did, one of the creatures came and walked over to near where Dan and his son were standing. And this large bull elephant stared at Dan, lifted its foot off the ground, and then put it back down. And a few moments later, did it again. He lifted the foot up and put it back down, all the while staring at the man. Remembering this encounter from 1986, Dan couldn't help but wonder, was this the same elephant? So Dan summoned up his courage, climbed over the railing, and made his way into the enclosure. And he walked right up to the elephant, stared back in wonder. And the elephant trumpeted again, gently wrapped its trunk around one of Dan's legs, and then slammed him against the railing, killing him instantly. Probably wasn't the same elephant. Terrible joke, (laughs) but it's an important point about recognition. How do we recognize a friend from a foe? How do we tell the difference between someone who loves us and someone who simply wants to use us? How do we determine from the many voices that we encounter on a regular basis who to listen to and who to follow? Every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, we hear this gospel or a gospel where Jesus is presented to us as the good shepherd. And a key point to today's passage has Jesus speaking very simply and directly. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. But the full impact of that doesn't always register because very few of us have had any experience with sheep or shepherds for that matter. So it's good to remember that sheep have this really profound connection with their shepherd. The shepherd recognizes and knows every one of his sheep. The one with the strange-looking ear, the one with the cute face, the other one who's a little bit bigger and fuller than than the rest of them. He knows all of them. He can tell when one out of a hundred of them are missing. And at night during Jesus' time, there would be maybe three or four shepherds who would put all their sheep together in the pen and then they would alternate at night taking watch over them, protecting them from thieves or wild animals. But then in the morning, the shepherds would call and the flocks would just split and follow their respective shepherds. They would recognize the voice of their shepherd and they would follow him. They know that their shepherd will care for them and protect them and they trust him. So Jesus using this image to talk about himself and our relationship with him is amazingly beautiful and very profound because what is he saying? He's saying that we are known, that we are counted, that we're cared for, that we're loved. But part of the problem, beyond our lack of understanding of sheep and shepherds, is I'm not sure that all of us are completely convinced of that. I'm reading this book right now entitled Tattoos on the Heart, and it was written by Father Gregory Boyle as he's reflecting on his ministry of reaching out to men and women who've been immersed in the gang culture and his experience of trying to work with them to get them out of that. And he put it in this way that really leveled me the other night as I was reading it. He said that so often we say that God loves us, yet there's this lurking sense that Perhaps you aren't fully part of the us. The arms of God reach to embrace and somehow you feel yourself just outside God's fingertips. Then you have no other choice but to say that, well, God loves me, but yet you spend much of your life unable to shake off what feels like God only embracing you begrudgingly and reluctantly. How many of us can relate to those types of thoughts? We don't believe God is fully, madly, relentlessly in love with us. We find it inconceivable that God's willing to go to the cross to wipe away our sins. We think it's too good to be true that God empties himself of his immensity and wants to meet us in our loneliness. We don't recognize how God has stepped down and wants to care for us, to protect us, to lead and guide us, to shepherd us. And if that's the case, then it's hard for us to be the sheep. It's difficult to listen to his voice and to follow him. And that's how we get ended up tempted by other voices, like the voice of a materialistic world telling us to make as much money as we can, as fast as we can, and that we need things, lots and lots of things, in order to be happy. Or the voice of the media with all kinds of distorted images that makes us obsessed with beauty and youth. Or even the evil voices out there that calls us to selfishness and self-centeredness and hatred. All of these become harder and harder to resist. And then we find ourselves mistaking comfort for fulfillment or glamor for beauty foolishly embracing these and many other destructive things that look kind of appealing, they're kind of familiar, in a way that they're slowly wrapping themselves around us, ready to smash us and destroy us. A devil in elephant's clothing, if you will. For those of us struggling, though, to believe or struggling to trust or struggling to recognize the depth of love that God has for us, For those of us who've been led astray by these other voices and find ourselves in a place that we don't want to be, consumed by petty hatreds or fears or weighed down by sins, we can take comfort that Jesus doesn't ever give up on us. I know them, he says. He knows the struggles. He sees the setbacks and failures. He knows our thick-headedness and our doubts and disbelief. But he can't stop looking for us, because he tells us that he's come to give eternal life and that no one can take them out of my hand. He's calling out to each and every one of us to see his outstretched hand, to hear his loving voice, and to recognize him as the truly good shepherd. May we have the humility and the courage to follow.